And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Welcome to Social Media White Noise. Yeah, I'm really sorry about that, Ted, but we've had complaints that the intro's too long. Bugger. And we're on air. Hello, everyone. It's St. George's Day. It is St. George's Day, yes. uh, Welcome to Social... (laughs) Social Media, Yogi White Noise. You guys let me introduce show me. No. (laughs) Go on, then. Welcome to Social Media White Noise. Episode 84. Episode 84. The dog ate my homework. Yeah, it has to be that title now because you're not going to edit the show. My Andy, my, my Andy White, I am Andy White. I could Dr. Bod, spelled D-O-C-T-O-R-P-O-D. And I am Nick Butler, a.k.a. Loud Thank Loud very much, Math Man of loudmathman.com. And we are in Cafe Heaven. That is not to express that we are in, in a expressive exaltation of delight. The cafe is called Cafe Heaven. In a historic is, Horsham town. It is, a, it is in the historic market town of Horsham today. Which is in Sussex. Um, is it which, in Sussex? Which is in the historic raining section of the year. And um, we are enjoying some fabulous coffee. Some soon to be arriving fabulous sausage. Well, well Nick is. Nick's having the full English. Yeah, I'm having a full English in a, in a sarni with brown sauce. It was like that advert, that cheese advert, where, where those people see people eating cheese and toast and then they, they, they want some. It's, and it's then they're having some and someone sees them and then they, that food, person wants Food some. is a meme. That's what yeah. it is. Food yeah. is a meme. And I like my meme with bream. And I'll eat it in cheem. No, I've been reading too much Dr. Zeus. Nick, should we get on with the show? Ugh, like we ever get on with okay. it. That was around the houses bit we've done first though, wasn't it? We do, yes. But we normally okay. like to keep that within quick, a minute can go, if we can. Can we go and look at our check and say, right, we've done our instructions, yeah? Yeah, checklist. Say where we are. Checklist. Yeah, we're, we're going to yeah. talk about what we're going to talk about. Check the time, one, one minute 30 in, and we're still meandering. Nick, we should talk about stuff. By the way, sorry we didn't come on last time. It was a bank holiday. I'm not. It's a bank Nick's, holiday. Nick we isn't always, sorry. I am sorry. We always skip bank holidays. We skipped the bank holiday. We always do, because if we try to get together and record on a bank holiday, we both have significantly smarter others who we look do. at us with the look that says, at, you're not going to do that, are you? Empresses. <laughs> you are you're legitimately not There's going to at, attempt that, at are you? commanders. Tell us. We're not doing and it. And we go, no. Not that we're under the thumb or anything, or don't wear the trousers. Um, what are you talking about today? I'm happy to be both. <laughs> anyway, um, today let's talk about a hosting company who are filtering their users with a very special sign-up process. Uh, the problems of Google Plus and its redesign. Is there enough white space for everybody? Uh, the Canadian Mint and their desire to create a digital currency. And let's talk about the Four Horsemen, the End Times and 100 Shows. That. Oh, that sounds like a good one. Should we start talking about those things we, then? We might just start. I see, I wish I had all the black pudding now as well. The black pudding's just come walking past black me. Pudding. Anyway. Oh, disgusting. Uh, anyway, so um, this, this, this first link, the hosting company programmer. Yeah. Uh, they have, um, they, they, they have a hosting service that they're providing. Uh, very reasonable rates. Very, you know, nothing, nothing exceptional really stands out in terms of what you're being offered. And then you think, right, I want to sign up. And their sign-up says, um, if you still want to order it, use the view source to find the commented out link. So what they're, what they're doing is they're being distracted by flashing lights. Oh, are we having this conversation? Are you okay? Are no, I'm fine. No, I'm, I'm just fiddling with technical okay, stuff. Don't worry. I'm stuff. still listening to what you were saying. This is, this is really... This yeah. is, I thought this was genius. God, I'm, I'm, I'm on the edge of the seat. I was, I was excited by this. I thought, here's, here's a company that are... That are Daring enough to assume that their users um, are are going to have to be technically qualified to sign up, and the mechanism they're doing it 
with is by saying the sign up process is hidden inside the source of our website and if you can't find that source then you're probably not technical enough to be choosing to sign up to our service. I can see why you would like this, Nick. Because you like your clients to be a bit savvy, don't you? I I don't. Not just kind of, oh, computer says no. Yes, I I like. It's it's broken, what's broken? It's broken, it's not working, nothing's working. What do you mean, what isn't working? Nothing's working. Well, I I did get the email this week from the client that said, I tried to do that and it didn't work. And I wrote back and said, well, which bit didn't work? The bit where I logged in and I logged in, or the yeah. bit where I then went to that bit of the site and I went to that bit of the site, or the bit where I added this to the order line and added to the order line, or the bit where I clicked on this, and, and the bit where I eventually went through the whole process. Which bit of all of these processes didn't work for you? Because so far, they've worked for me, and I can't work out from your one line of it didn't work, it's broken. As my email response back. Because she CC'd in her director, so I CC'd the director back in. Because mm-hmm. director usually phones me up and says, can you just fix it? It's like, I can fix stuff, but not if you choose to be vague. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's, it's like going up to a policeman and saying something bad has happened. So, Prugma.com. Prugma. Prugma.com. Evidently, uh, you know. Are hiding their instructions in the source code. Yeah. You want to sign up. Presumably. You want to sign up. There's a comment. There's a link in the source code. that says, if you click this link, it'll take you in. And you can then sign up to their service. So they're, they're already self-certifying their users. And what's the sign-up been so far? What's the, do we I, know I, what the latest? I, I don't know what their sign-up wrote. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but the fact that they chose to do something so elegantly arrogant. <laughs> Are you going to do something similar on your website? Only I, phone I, I, me. I, My mobile phone number is hidden in this source code. I, I do this all the time. <coughs> yeah, I, I, I choose for the fact that I don't advertise my services. Right. <laughs> If you don't know clever people who can recommend me, then I certainly don't want to talk to you. <laughs> there you go. Mm. That's, okay. see, the thing about podcasts is you can't create an animated GIF of me saying that, but I'm sure it'll be oh, I could afterwards day. and put it in the, where the artwork should be. That's it. That's what we've got to do. So, programmer. So, you I, liked I, that I, then, didn't I you? Sal- I, I, to be honest, I would probably sign up to their lowest level service just so I could say I was part of it's, it's, it. It, it, goes, it goes to the very heart of of how do you ensure that you're selecting your clientele and he, it's, it's, it's appropriate I feel and I'm I, having I a look he's, now he's, having, he's now curious he's now I'm, I am going curious I'm, go, I'm looking at the source code whilst, whilst, of this pa- oh, oh. and whilst you're looking at the source code and yeah. looking through the links let's they've got a pre using pre tags pre tags and they've spelt out prag thingy bob in like art like with lines like you do. This is this is yeah. so descriptive. Yeah, <laughs> you're doing a great job of painting a picture of what is occurring. Uh, I'm mostly yeah. watching through the um, the kitchen division at the moment. My sandwich is being assembled. It's like right. Avengers assembled on his breakfast. Wow. So. I mean, I'm looking through the source code. I can't see anything yet. Well, that's because you are not allowed to sign up. I'm <laughs> not you you are not technically capable enough to sign up to this service. You see, I approve of their qualification mechanism already. <laughs> Oh, no. But so in there somewhere, in there yes, somewhere is this feature. And so forth. Fantastic. Sign-up. Thank you very much. Here comes my sandwich. Thank you. Oh, yes. So, thank you. Here comes my shortcake. What we're left with is uh, the next topic. Because I'm going to go and stuff my face through this podcast. And you. Oh, I see. They've commented out a table. They've commented out a You're table. You're giving away the secrets now. Spoilers. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Spoilers. Yeah. It's a competition, you know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Let's let's move on anyway. Mm, let's move uh, on. This to Google second Plus. thing um, needs a plug. Now, why do they need a plug in? Why do they need a plug in, Nick? 
Why do you have think they need a plugin? I mean, are you still using Google Plus? Just kind of ticks. You know, look, I'm a self-confessed social media, not very good at person. Okay, and I'll admit that. And Google Plus is, is there. I mean, I use Chrome, so I've got the Google Plus sort of little banner thing showing all the time. Saying, you some someone's added you to their cycles. So I just ignore them. So, yes, but I'm not. I probably will become a bit more serious down the road. They've had a bit of a redesign. Mm. And the redesign on some levels is an improvement. In fact, they've added to a feature in Hangouts. They've added a lot of features in Hangouts now, which for me, they actually, you and I played with Hangouts. Mm. We did play with the Hangouts. The Hangouts has all these new features which are entertaining, useful, uh, a very effective way of doing something different to what you were seeing in Skype. But the change in design has added a large amount of white space. So if you have a large monitor, a widescreen monitor, you end up with, um, with a fairly large uh, white space area. It's just dead space on your screen. And there is a plugin available from, for Google Chrome that will readjust everything in Google Plus to get rid of that white space. Okay. Um, and it's the significant, it's the single most useful tool that I've used outside a Hangout. Uh, excuse me a moment. I thought the Hangout was very kind of blocky, but it's probably because I had a rubbish connection. Well, you had a Wi-Fi connection that was scaling it down. I've been chatting to other people who are connected to a wired connection, mm. and it was really good. Mm. But what I like with the new Google Hangouts is not only can you create private Hangouts, and you can create restricted Hangouts, but you can add applications, you can add shared resources, you can add other resources into your Hangout to share information at the same time. So suddenly you're able to um, share content in a way that doing it in Skype has always been really difficult to do, yeah. especially with multiple people in the video yeah. chat. And you're also able to, you, you can make it like you're wearing a really silly hat or you've got a, a false beard on, mm. which I was well, very yeah. impressed with. There are Google effects that, yeah. that serve no real purpose on them and a little bit of fun. Mm. Um, there is an article I saw, and I have a link to it, that apparently women prefer online meetings and online chat meetings um, in business than they do meeting in real life. Really? Especially for business. That's interesting. Um, I find that quite surprising. The dynamics of which come down to the ability to maintain control over your, over your surroundings and your appearance whilst engaging in a meeting. Mm. Without having to get involved in meetings, without having to get involved in meetings where there is that underlying um, sort of issue of is the chap turning up and he smells of last night's party? Is the chap turning up and spending all of his time distracted by not paying attention to the meeting, but you know trying to flirt with the girl? And so all these things are removed by having a remote meeting. Um, I, I, I've only sort of seen a couple of things pop up on this one, but. I haven't had enough experience to say whether or not I find that to be a true statement um, or an accurate statement, but I'd certainly like to know more about how online meetings change the way in which we engage through projects. What really interested me about that the Hangout, hang on, yeah. mm. is could it replace things like um, go to a meeting? Mm. Uh, exactly. How many people could you hang out with in one go? Is there a limit? I haven't seen the limit. But, you know, the, uh, I've seen a regular show being done that uses up to five people in the hangout mm. and thousands of people watching. Mm. So, this is a delightful show to do. We're stopping our face. Mm. Right. I have to say, um, 
that being here in this cafe today has been made possible by our sponsor, King of Shades, mm-hmm. um, who have very kindly paid for the coffee, the cakes, the conversation. Um, and incidentally, I, I know of another sponsor who wants us to write to them and actually send through another check and so forth. And they want to send us some more sponsorship money, which we are always delighted. King of Shades products, if you are unfamiliar with them, uh, King of Shades oils as well as King of Shades gels and their, um, and their shaving units, the Azure blades, the Azure mm. four blade and five blade with the Bendology heads. Bendology, Bendology is that heads? Bendology, TM. Right. Um, and what it is is the, the, the value in King of Shades razors is, is threefold. Uh, first of all, they are a significantly um, I, I think cheap is a bad word, really, but you are spending less in buying blades from King of Shaves. You are spending less in buying product from King of Shaves because the product lasts longer. And finally, you are making a move to sort of support British, a British manufacturing, a British uh, corporate product um, that actually in reinvests. You know, they actually are sponsoring James Ellington for the Olympic Games. Uh, James Ellington, you couldn't find any sponsors out there, so Will King wow. stepped up and said, "Yeah, we'll we'll sponsor you as part of that." So um, we raise a we raise a cup of coffee to we'll you, salute King of Shaves, and we salute you for that. And we say, if, if you have a shaving need, then that King of Shaves experience is one to go and seek out because I assure you that um, having used King of Shaves products for several years now, I am not going to go back to a traditional foam. No matter how much somebody might feel it might be the best I might get. Well, I use a menthol gel and it's absolutely fantastic. You know, you're nice, refreshing that, zinc without burning your face off. And it's just so smooth. It's just brilliant, absolutely brilliant. We salute you, King of Shaves. Thank you so much. Thanks again to King of Shaves. They have a new thing coming out, which will be launched soon, called King of Subs. King of Subs. No, no. A subscription service to King of Shaves. Subscribe to get your blades. Okay, is this a blade subscription service? Yeah, you pay a smaller amount each month, but that service will be coming out soon. Let's take a look at that. Watch this space when it occurs. So we've spoken about programmer. We've talked about the horrible problems of Google Plus's layout and a plugin that is available to fix it. Well, just before we go on, I mean, just going back to what we talked about before, I think that the most interesting thing to me on Google Plus could be the use of the Hangouts instead of, um, mm. you know, as a great way of getting a few, that's not loads of people together, but a few people together to go over. Because you can show your screen and all sorts, can't you? I did a remote support session with somebody using Google Plus. Really? Because it was easier to send and were Google they, Plus. were they able to show you their laptop, their, yeah. their, their screen, their, their desktop? Yeah. But presumably you couldn't interact with it, you could just see it, couldn't mm. you? You could see what they were doing, yes. To interact with it, I used a service called Crossloop. Right. But the ability to very quickly set up a communication yeah. and track conversation. Yeah. And of course with Google Plus, conversations when you finish them can be emailed back to each other. So if you've had a chat channel to session going, yeah. you'll email the chat session back to everybody. That's just text only, isn't it? So it doesn't record the audio doesn't you do it audio. explicitly from your end. But we'll have a look at you recording the audio. We may choose to do a Google Plus hangout whilst we record the show. That'd be interesting actually. That'd be really good. Okay. Um, Canadian Mint uh, Digital Currency Competition. Has this got anything to do with Bitcoin? Bitcoin. Is this in the same ilk as Bitcoin? This is it. Um, Because this is potentially things like Bitcoin, anything that can bypass the banks has got the potential to, well, 
potential for, for great good, I would imagine. I think, first you have to understand that what the Royal Canadian Mint are trying to do is remove pocket change. Right. You know, they're, they're already sort of looking to remove the penny. And in fact, there's, there's pretty much many governments in the Western world will have a large fraction of people who say, why do we still have pennies? Mm. Why, why bother with pennies? Let's remove pennies from the markets and so forth. Because they're quite expensive to produce and ship and shop and around. But um, what they were looking at was um, still in the research and development phase, they called Mitchip, which will let people pay each other directly using smartphones, USB sticks, computers, etc. White cash, the Mint says. The fact that it's a, a government um, department that's looking into how it can novate its currency, um, I think we still have to come back to that whatever currency they're choosing to implement, they will have to back it with either a promise, so it's a fiat currency, or um, a resource, so it's a you know, gold rate, silver rate currency. Um, I sort of wonder if there isn't a future where we start having currency based on people's content, where where the creation of people's content becomes the currency. Well, this is a bit like my idea, where um, currency becomes kind of um, goodwill, some kind of measure of goodwill. I once, I think I've said this before in the podcast. I once heard Stephen Fry. And don't get me wrong, I love Stephen Fry. I think it's absolutely terrific. But he said something which I felt was fundamentally wrong once. I think he said it. I think it was Stephen that said it. He said that money is a very, very good way of keeping count. Yes. Well, I think it is, unless you're doing something for free. How is that being kept count of? What if you're doing something free because you know the person you're doing it for can't afford to pay it? But you want to do it because it's a good thing and it's helping them and it's helping society. How is that being kept count of? When you go to your mortgage advisor and you go, well, I've done all this work for this charity. I'm sorry, I'm not giving you a mortgage. I've done all this good, which arguably could relate to this amount of money in the economy. I'm sorry, I'm only going on money. I'm only counting money. That particular statement was not in relation to physical currency. It was more in relation to, um, you know, revenge is, the best revenge is to live well. Right. No, that, that making so much money from his point of view is just basically a way of saying I've done this well mm. so it was less about money being a good thing and more about you know counting coup keeping stick right. saying I've, I've achieved this much in life he who dies with the most toys win um, getting back to what the Canadian Mint are looking to do um we're, we're sort of seeing that they're looking to peg transaction values by saying you deposit a small amount in and then there'll be a small wallet that you can spend from. So maybe this will be um, like buying a gift card or a top-up card, some feature like that, where it's a, a licensed certificate. Um, it might legitimately be a way, I mean, with things like Bitcoins, you, you can only mine them based on the amount of blocks that are available. So that market sort of me- measures itself by yes, the amount of people are involved. Yes, yes. Um, it's self-limiting. The idea is that if you have a controlled resource that, that you can then allocate the cost to, then you're saying it's worth this much. Um, I find it interesting that you know, people always say well, gold-backed currency is more... You know, at the moment, we've got this out-of-control economy because of we have fiat economy. It's all based on promises. It's all based on, on futures and bets and betting. It's right. not based on actual... An economy that's based on things that actually have a value and a worth. So you actually, you know, if, you, if you if you define your economy by physical resources that are available, you only have so much fish that's available. Mm. You know, so there is the argument that says that type of economy constantly leads to war. 
because you fight over resources. Mm. And if you have an economy based on resources and you have shortage of resources, you find a way to go to war. If you have an economy based on fiats and promises, well, you have to go to war over. You can just create more promises. But the trouble you have is what happens when people are um, using those promises to basically you know, manipulate a market ahead of everybody else because they're using information they have and features they have. You know, if they're fair enough chain, they get the best slice of the pie. And as things go along the line, you get less and less and less of the pie available. Mm-hmm. And it's not a trickle-down economy at all um, because it's not evenly distributed and it's not fairly distributed. You know, there's a large amount of chunk that starts at the top and a very small amount arrives at the very bottom. And that doesn't benefit anybody at the bottom because that small amount of chunk that arrives at the bottom, what they're trying to buy with it, the price of those things has now gone right up because everybody else up the stream has made the price of those things go up because that's popularity. So you are still suffering from the effects of a resource-based mm. economy. Um, and that, that sort of affects buying, that affects borrowing, that creates debt. You're in a position saying, well, we need these things to be bought, so we need to make it easy for these people to buy stuff, so we'll inc- let them incur debt, and they can owe us back. And how you move away from that, how you just take a step away from that, is by making sure that you can create, you can create promises that people cannot inflate or deflate, um, or change the value of, according to a resource. And the only thing that we have as a resource that all of us can waste, none of us can get back, and we're all taking part in at the same time is time. Right. Which is that karma thing. The only thing that we can all do is create resources based on time available to us. And time and resources. So that, that same level of karma, that same level of contribution is available to us as, a, as any society. Mm. But it's how you then choose to implement that. So a certain amount of bartering sort of goes on on you know and in levels where the access to currencies is not available what they're looking at here is the way of a government backing a currency and once the government backs a currency we're back into a fiat currency and you're back into a currency that's only going to be based on resources that are things that people want to have mm-hmm. you want your mac air you want your ipad you want your expensive coffee you want your parking for four hours you want your car to park and so forth each one of these things escalates on to being something else everybody else needs. Yeah. Okay. And um, I, I, you know, I. Thanks very much. Cheers to us. See ya. They do certainly mention things like Bitcoin here and peer to peer hosted digital currency with a fluctuating value. Mintchip is a new way to exchange Canadian dollars. The problems that new currencies have is how to get exchanged. And the problems you get into is as soon as you try to exchange a currency from one value to another, you are back into having to exchange with a um, resource-linked economy or a fiat-linked economy. Mm. And that's the problem. You, you almost want to be able to have something which says that this is a currency that you cannot exchange. Ooh. Right? But that everybody agrees is a currency. Because currency is something we all agree to. Money is, after all, something that we all agree to. Mm. We all agree to it. An alien visiting from another planet would not give monkeys about a dollar or a pound or whatever. It would have no value to it. Yeah. And you know, its access to resources would be entirely different to our access to resources. Yeah. But the thing it would have, linearly speaking, is access to time. It has to move forward through yes. time with the rest of us. And mm. that's a mechanism that says, that's something that you can, that is, is finite. We're always all gonna have 
that amount it's of future. It's about how do you divvy time up? And you have to and divvy time use it up. As a, as and you're into that weird, and then you're into that weird science fiction thing that features Justin Timberlake called Just in Time. So we want you to go there because that's. Oh, I haven't seen that film. I just don't want to see that film. But I think it's interesting that there's a government that are aware that there's a large cost in creating currency, and that if you've got a fiat-based currency that's based on a digital environment, it's going to cost you nothing at all to create it. Um, and what will that mean? Yeah, with a large slurp of my coffee whilst we think about that. Well, that's certainly a very deep um, conversation, Nick, and I do feel a little bit um, overwhelmed. Um, Would you like to feel more overwhelmed? And I think I have, I have, I'm just looking at the phone number of my team of scientists. To, I would, um, I would say that said. if, rather than getting that team of scientists, what you need to do is you need to give yourself an hour and a half and visit Four Horsemen Films. Ah. Four Horsemen Film. Or Four so it's got anything to do with money? Or this has got everything to do with money. It's got everything to do with um, economy. It's got everything to do with terrorism and banks and the internet. And it's a uh, film... Uh, written, directed by Ross Ashcroft and another chap whose names I'm now not remembering, uh, from a company called Motherload. Mm -hmm. And Four Horsemen Film uh, deals with uh, where we are as a society in relation to the economy that we created. So is it a sort of documentary type film rather than a documentary thing feature that, speaks, that, that talks to several professors, economists, mm. investment bankers, so forth, and ask them about how we've got to where we are today. Yeah. Um, you know, what's the future for these economies? What's the future for um, new economies? And you know, why do we see this sort of constant hatred of third world versus first world? And you know, it's, it's always uh, us versus them. Mm. Um, it's an attempt to get people to look closely at their relationship with cash and an economy, an economy based on fiat currencies, an economy based on promises, mm. um, and to evaluate um, really what what the future could mean if, if we carry on in that state with this sort of constant inflation bubble. Well, it's not it's not sustainable, is it? Uh, well, it's not sustainable. Is the first problem is that the, is that we're trying to get to this point is maybe not making things sustainable, but making things constant. Mm -hmm. Consistent, and yeah. you know, you, do, you don't want constant inflation or constant deflation, but you do want to have a sort of a plateau of growing and growing and growing, and then staying at a plateau. So um, it leads towards this thing called blueprint, which, which will sort of be discussed in the time. Uh, but is this an having, idea people having, have got? Having having watched this, it is, yeah, and it's, it sort of pops up a couple of times as a conversation about how to fix the economy uh, or make it better, make it a better see, system. See, th I think. It comes down to not fixing the economy, but fixing people who are involved in the economy. Yeah. And there is there's one chap who said, I have a large amount of hope for our future generations because the students who are leaving colleges today yeah. are less invested in becoming investment bankers yeah. and banking and the economy that we've, we've worked with in the past 20 years and are more concerned about how to be investors in the economy in a global sense. Yeah. You know, they're more aware uh, of what the issues are that surround um, driving an economy based on uh, housing and based on debt, mm. uh, and you know, aware that maybe you know we need to look at things like a gold-based economy, uh, which is interesting because the part of the part of the, the documentary covers the fact that all the resources. If if we were being really smart about this, we would all understand as a as a species that you have to get off this planet. Because at the end of the day, you cannot 
resource mine this planet mm. continuously. Mm. You eventually run out of those things. It's interesting that some of the Google sort of millionaires and some speculative investors are now looking at mining asteroids. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're looking at how do we put a, how do we get you know, rockets <laughs> up to an asteroid, change the course of the asteroid to bring it into orbit around Earth, and then mine it. Because they're aware that you need to bring minerals to Earth because you're going to run out of them on mm, Earth. Yeah, yeah. My question would be, what happens when we start bringing more and more mass to this planet that we inherit by... But that's a whole other... It'll slow down and it's spin. Oh, no, there's a whole other physics conversation there. Yeah. But we're back down to... The long-term solution for mankind is not to live on this planet. Mm. But there is a problem with getting that computational mind space off this planet. Or to control our population. This is becoming a very theological, it's a theological a very, thought. I yeah. did tell you it was a dog ate my homework, so we were going to end up talking about all sorts of things. I Nick, difficult feel it's a terribly that serious show so far. I isn't think it? people need to watch this show. People need to watch. Well, it's available from the second of it, April. You can watch it online through a service so, called Distrify. So it's a, can you? So it's available. The DVD is available now. DVD is available now. It can be watched um, online now. There are still screenings going on around. How can you watch it online? It says, come it says watch now. See the film now. Yep. You click on that link, it'll take you to the distrofile. No, you just click on the picture and it takes you to your distrofile. Distrofile. Well, it's taking me to a list of screenings. Okay. Let's just go to uh, Four so, Horsemen. So obviously and I've clicked the wrong if link. You look at the links at the top right there. It says watch now. Yeah, that's what I've clicked. And I click on watch now. And it says, if you're in the UK, you can now rent the Forceman via Distrify. And if you scroll down to the bottom, right, the okay. link. It, it, sorry, I clicked wrong. It's, it's the link just below the title at the top right. I clicked the one on the sort of middle right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. There we go. That's the Four Horsemen that you can watch now. Preview, rent the movie, buy the movie. Oh, wow. Well, okay, well, I'll turn that off because it will it. completely it. suck no. up our bandwidth. I don't okay. know how much time we've got left. Um, let's see where we're doing for time. We're at 29 minutes, so yeah, I need to be quick. There we go. Well, yeah. look, I've put this at the bottom here because it, it's a feedback show. It's time for some feedback, guys. Now, this is interesting because... Um, will you say what you're going to say first, and I'll trip well, in. Well, I'll sort of say that we've got 15 more shows before show 100. Yeah. And we started this as a show to talk about social media and technology. Yeah. And in the last few months, in fact the last year or so, we've both been touching on politics and on digital rights and on the economy. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that space is served well in the podcast sphere. No. I think it's served very well by the BBC mm. and it's being very served very well by people who we feel should be experts in it. And I think that the things such as politics and the economy should be spoken about by everybody. And I don't think you should have to be a professor or degree qualified to respond to it. So after show 100, unless we get a huge demand to do otherwise, I'm proposing that we change the name of the show, we change the nature of the show, and we, we focus more on those aspects. Mm, maybe it should be where the internet and life collide or something. Yes. I, I, I can see where you're going. So what's, are you happy with the feedback we've got? Well, we haven't had any. We have. We've got comments. We've had comments pages and so forth, but in terms of regards to to feedback to this idea, we won't have had any on this going forward. I know you and I keep talking about the concept. And do you think we'll have more feedback by changing the title? I think we'll get more feedback on honestly changing the topic, and I think if we move away from social media white noise mm. to something that's more in line with the aspects that we now tend to discuss on a regular basis, 
So we've got to come up with a good title. Well, that's a whole other thing. But it's got we've got 15 well. shows. We have 15 shows to think about it, so it's well, yes. e- you know, it's, it's easily another year away. Yeah. Yeah, it's a long way away yet. Just quickly, Nick. But you were going to say something before I said something. Well, I kind of said it. I, it, was, it was kind of, my main question to you was, were you happy with the feedback we've got? But um, in respect to this, I don't think we've had any. So I'm putting no. it out there to listeners. Right, okay. Listeners. Um, do you want to tell people about what happened to your hand? Nick's got a damaged hand. Nah, that was, you know, hand gate has been well and dull. i tell you what hand I will gate. say is that uh, because we have a free and accessible national health service, yeah. I was able to visit a minor injuries unit and without filling out paperwork or handing in an insurance form or carrying an Oyster card, mm-hmm. I was able to see a nurse who was able to fix up my hand Give me some treatment. Give me a tetanus jab. Um, thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Clear. And as a result of that, uh, I was able to get treatment over the period of week that meant that my hand recovered faster. Brilliant. That I could use it quicker and I could get back to work sooner. Um, and we have, a, we have a health service in the UK that is being lobbied heavily by private health companies who would like to take it over. I saw something else come through on, what was 38 it? Degrees. 38 degrees today. Um, and see, this is why a, we should do a podcast. A schmoozy meeting that doctors are having with yes. big money they, they dripping corporates. 38 Degrees would like you to put a pound, put in a quid, yeah. to just take part in sponsoring some advertising around the area, and your name will appear on the poster. Yeah. And, and I think that's. that's it's it's just been revealed that two big private healthcare companies are plotting to rig the future of our NHS on Tuesday. Capita and the United Healthcare are planning to schmooze leading GPs at a conference in London. The GPs now. Uh, the GP is now in charge of deciding the future of local health services. So we need to help the GPs and we need to, you know, maintain this health service that we've currently got. As bad mm. as it is, mm. if it gets worse, it's, it will have people falling through the net. Yeah. Um, but there we go. So this is exactly why these topics, the topics like 38 degrees, are worth talking about. And I think, to a certain extent, innovating what we do as a show to cover these things is important. Okay. Of it. There we go. Um, if anyone's just if anyone just very quickly, the, I did the marathon uh, last Sunday. I did it in four hours forty eight minutes. So there is a story there. If you want to listen to it, uh, just have a look at the podcast called The Extra Mile. Uh, basically, that's a podcast about running, and it takes submit- submittals from people. I'm one of the people that submit to it, so have a listen to that. You ran a marathon. I did run my a marathon. Hat, my hat. I if I was wearing it and hats are back, my hat would be off to you, sir. That's why I'm a little subdued. It's sort of taken out of you, you know. I'm yeah. still slightly subdued even now, even though it was over a week ago. Anyway, thank you for listening. I've been Dr. Pod, aka Dr. Pod. Aka, I just said that, didn't I? Yes, I'm Nathan Nicola, aka Loudmouth Man. As ever, if you've enjoyed the show, please leave a comment at socialmediawhitenoise.com or go to the donate button. Donate some pennies to pay for coffees, cakes, sandwiches and conversations. Thank you very much and thank you to Cafe Heaven for putting up with us today. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Social Media White Noise, brought to you by Andy White, Aka Dr. Pod, and Nick Butler, Aka Loudmouth Man. Please visit www.socialmediawhitenoise.com where you can leave comments, listen to the show straight from the webpage, and subscribe for free. Email us at ulot at socialmediawhitenoise.com. Follow us on Twitter, Dr. Pod and Loudmouth Man. We'd like to thank the coffee shops of Sussex, social media and technology, without whom this show would not be possible. See you soon. Peace.